All right. Welcome back to another Out of the Rough Golf Podcast, fresh off of the Dell match play, straight off the course, me and Kid. And then we got Ryan joining us in and ready. Um, what a tournament. Always is a pleasure. It's a bit of a shame that it's going to be the last one at Austin Country Club uh, indefinitely. I would love to see it come back. Um, doesn't seem like it will be coming back anytime in the near future. But uh, all, not just all back the, to Austin, but back back at all. That's you know it, the match play might be over just indefinitely. Yeah, I uh, I have a hard time believing that they're not going to bring a match play event back at some point. Um, next year probably not, but maybe the following year. Um, I think the uh the just the overwhelming sentiment, at least from golf Twitter, which take that how you want to, is that this uh. <laughs> this this format needs to stick around um it's great for viewing from home um it's a great you know mix up in the season just to change things up a bit and it's the type of golf that we all play when we're playing on the weekends playing with our friends doing matches ourselves um it's really relatable it kind of makes it more of a you know it's it makes it feel more like a normal sporting event like uh you can tune in wherever the scoring is pretty you know understandable and it, it it's just you can hop into any match and be like okay this guy's two up let's see where this goes from here and it's a it's a lot easier to grasp and comprehend um for people than just a four-day stroke play event um it's by uh, far the best format for in-person viewing for sure because all that matters is what's in front of you the two people that you're watching play um versus like a normal stroke event that you go and visit like you don't really know what's going on all the time and you're kind of watching this one guy but like how in the mix is he like what's other people in the course doing it's a lot to track versus when yeah. you're just walking and following two guys on the course like oh he hit it closer that's good for him this is all that matters <laughs> is this moment right now and then when uh you know i've been to and so so have all of us we we've been to golf tournaments that are stroke play and uh when you're out at a golf tournament that's stroke play it's uh you, you kind of tend to be either looking at your phone what the leaderboard is or looking at leaderboards on the course and like okay where's that person maybe we need to go jump to that group and watch them because they seem to be making a charge as opposed to match play where like you were you were saying kid it like you know, you're, you can kind of just concentrate on the match you're watching. Like you can kind of be like, Hey, I want to watch this match. And then you can follow that match for the whole match or whatever, whatever you want to do. It's not so much like, you know, who's doing good. I should go watch that match. You're not, you're not, you're not, you know, having a fear of missing out on the action as much as, you know, I feel like you kind of would at a stroke play compared to a match play. If that makes sense. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Stroke play events, it feels like you're kind of on a personal journey with that person that you're following, if you are just following or if you're just sitting up at a hole. Um, and with match play, you're kind of watching a mini competition that, you know, stretches out over the course of a full week, you know, with a series of them. But just for that hour and a half, two hours, three hours that you follow this group, uh, it's like nicely confined little ecosystem of competition. 
and also even yeah. just being out there with Haley, um, and like it's a, I feel like it's way easier for her to grasp what's going on when it's like, okay, he's one hole up or he's two holes up. Like, okay, he needs to win this one to get one back, as opposed to being like, yeah, he's like six strokes away from the leader, so he needs to have this many birdies to catch up to him. And like, but he's got like two birdie holes coming up and like one hard one, and like yeah. scoring average. Like, if he gets away with just a bogey in that one, it's actually gonna be good against the field. Like, there's also yeah, and we'll see what the guys do behind him coming in i mean like a perfect example i was at southern hills with jt and we walked from four to 16 with jt and like had no idea that a playoff was coming like we walked away and went somewhere else we're like oh shit there's gonna be a playoff like and i'm a pretty big golf hardo so if i have no idea what's going on i'm sure a lot of people viewing like it is a way i mean that 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 came as a surprise to to most people though in the sense that like Mito just shut down the yeah. last hole. <laughs> That's but, true. But yeah, I think as an overall sentiment, like I think uh, I think we can all all agree that you know we are bummed to see the match play format go away. And uh, personally, from living in Austin and just Austin Country Club being such a perfect match play course, seeing it seeing Austin Country Club go away is equally as you know heartbreaking. But, uh, is now would, a good time for y'all? Do you guys know? Have they elaborated clearly on why they're getting rid of it? Is it a viewership issue? Is it just a? I think tell it's them a, to renew the contract. I think it's a combin, uh, combination of multiple things, right? So the from what I've heard is that the membership at ACC is tired of putting on the the tournament. Um, you know, they have seven hundred plus members. You know at least you know 8 weeks leading up to the tournament you're having grandstands being made you're having constant banging putting these fucking things up you know you're having trucks back in blah 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 it's For just sure. uh, and then who knows how long after getting that shit put down so i think the i think the membership is ready to get their course back um you know having having one course for that many members trying to get tea times and all that it's just i think they're just ready to have a a, you know their country club back as, as part of it um another part of it i think is just uh as much as i like acc um and i can't speak from like a sponsorship like a corporation level but uh as far as like just a viewing spectacle it's not the best course to watch golf from especially the front nine um yeah you know it's a little better when you have a lot of groups going on you know uh, during the week but if you're trying to watch two groups like uh it's a tough course to watch golf from um it's perfect for tv i think it's great a perfect match play course for tv and once you get down by the lake it opens up a bit but if you're not in hospitality like if you don't have a hospitality like I don't know, like uh, a pass to get into somewhere. It, right. it, it's tough to watch the golf unless you're jumping a hole ahead and you're sitting at a green or you're sitting at a landing area. Then you get to see a right. good shot or two, but you really have to plan it out. And um, there's definitely better courses for viewing as a uh, a spectator or a patron or whatever you want to say. Sure. Um, I don't know sense. how much I don't know how much that weighs into it not coming back, um, but the last thing I will mention on it, 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 not the, it, them getting rid of match play or not coming back or whatever you want to say is that I think that it's just kind of like the outcome. We kind of got this afternoon. Um, right. 
it's a Sunday afternoon. You're waiting. You, you know, we had a great morning matches. You know, they both went to playoffs and then you come up with the championship match and the third place match and the championship match. I think he won six and five. You know, it was yeah, an, it, it ended it was quick. Over with an hour left. And uh, yeah, like I, I, I just think they're like, damn, the TV product for Sunday, you know, we're not you're not guaranteed to have stars which we did like that we had rory we had cam young we had fucking scotty scheffler and we had fucking sam burns those are all really good players you know top at least top 30 players in the world top 25 players in the world and uh that's not always a guarantee and even when we had those four people it was like kind of the outcome that people least expected or least wanted right with sam burns and cam young going for it in the championship i i i can't imagine that or i can imagine that most people wanted at least rory or chef in the championship match so um i think that's part of the reason for them doing away with the match play as well although i think it's the best viewing for especially when you get to the round of 16 and quarterfinals it's the best viewing for golf you're almost, so almost for the whole year i almost think besides like yeah. Ryder cup right which is of course another match play event for sure kid do you have anything to add to that? i know there was a lot to, to process there um i would just add to a few of the points that he made i mean one i don't think i don't think the comp the the events uh, existence is at all going to be contingent upon the fan experience in this respect. Like I, I, I think the two main things that are driving this, like the fact that like the front nine, isn't the most fun thing to walk. Like they don't care about that. Um, what I do think is the bigger thing is that for an hour and a half today, they had no compelling golf to really show. And if they could, they would have tried to like convince people that this consolation match was more important than it was to keep people glued to the TV with Scotty and, Rory going after each other, that's, you know, a good thing to try to sell on TV, but that since it's for third, nobody cares quite as much. Um, and it also didn't help. They couldn't even keep track of the shots from the sound of it and how often I was missing stuff on my phone on the, on, on site, trying to stay up with the matches. So yeah. that's, that's tough. You know, you have not, you don't know what to expect. The highs are so high with match play, but the lows are just giant gaps of nothing to put into coverage. Um, and <laughs> This, this is going to be a pot of me finding different ways to needle Cam Young, but he didn't do this event any justice on the way out. And I think a lot of TV sponsors in the future are going to point to the last day here at the last time they had this uh, this format and be like, yeah, what are we going to do that last hour and a half of millions of dollars of ad revenue that you we lost all the ratings for? Just yeah, to, just to push back for a second, like I completely get where you're coming from about the cam young thing like kind of blowing it on the last match obviously i'm sure he's devastated about that trying to get his first you know pga tour win like that's definitely not the way he wanted to go out but you know the guy played a lot of golf all those guys playing the you know rory all those last four guys they all played a shitload of golf and it just seemed like cam young hit the wall um and that that that, that's what i chalk it up to i mean he was playing some of the best golf the entire week like his the way he was playing the front nine like throughout the week was just remarkable and i I think he hit a wall um but yeah i i completely understand your sentiment and where you're coming from kid uh he shot a 27 on wednesday (laughs) the the uh 
the other point I was going to raise is I don't think this is a very popular event among players. Nobody likes going into a tournament week and having to play seven rounds if they go the distance. That's exhausting for them. The payouts isn't anything more special than if they go to the St. Jude. Like the idea here is like they have to go through a bunch of work on a re- relatively high changing elevation course and relatively hot weather in Texas a week and a half before the Masters. Like that's just people don't love that i think in the locker room as much as they might like the course or like the format to a degree like that's a fucking cram schedule i think there's a reason that jt wasn't there this week so like well i think i think part of it has to do with like they don't have to play that much golf like they decided to do the round robin to get more of the stars playing throughout the week if they did did away with the round robin and just did a true you know one match elimination bracket you would be playing less golf You'd be playing five rounds instead of seven if you want seven, the distance. Yeah. But the I think the the thing too is it's again for the TV product. Like they don't want, you know, back when it was happening, Dustin Johnson getting bounced in the first round, like when he was drawing a bunch of the right. ratings. Like they're trying to protect the TV product. Again, I also would argue that the TV product is far superior come Friday and Saturday than a normal tour event. Like the matches are right. so much more compelling. The TV and watching the matches is so much more compelling. Like the only like besides majors, the only are y'all able to hear me right now? With yeah, you're camera? good. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Keep rolling. Yeah. Um, besides the majors, like it, I'll tune in on Sunday for most tournaments. Right. So essentially, yeah. like I might watch, you know, a hour or two here or there, you know, Thursday through fucking Saturday. But Right. You know, it, it like this week I'm watching and, uh, you know, part of it might to be might be with that. You know, I live in Austin. It's at ATC and uh, that might be part of it. But I, I, I feel like th- the sentiment would be the same if the match play was at a different course that I haven't been to and haven't watched it at. It's just compelling golf compared to your normal stroke pay and that may be very different if every week was uh, was match play right um it was just the norm is stroke play so having that you know nice change in match play makes it that much more compelling i totally agree yeah and it it is kind of a trade-off right like friday and saturday are some of the coolest golf viewings we're gonna get and then like today especially going up against march madness I was like, yeah, I I don't really need to watch Scotty Scheffler and Rory mail it in for third place for money they don't need and points they don't care about. Like, and <clears throat> Sam Burns is just beating the pants off of Cam. Like, I I didn't need that. I was about to say, I don't. It didn't look like Rory and Scheffler the ones mailing it in this afternoon. That's for just sure. Me, no, you're dude. Cam looked gassed. I don't know if we got to get the dude a gym membership. I I get that. Like, I think it's too much golf. Seven rounds is a ton, but he just looked done by the end of it. And I know it's a hard walk, but like. Also, we haven't even mentioned congrats to Sam Burns. He did win the Del Mar play. Um, <laughs> props to him. Well played. Um, I'm sure that's a, a nice uh, little trophy dad to, to his case. Three point eight million dollars ain't bad either. And And he did make it hard on cam like he wore his ass out when they got to like i think it was seven where he was like i'm just gonna stuff everything close and you're gonna have to hit golf shots if you want to hang with me uh and cam obviously didn't have that extra gear but like 
Sam did go out and win the thing undefeated, like played great golf. Apparently he's in the middle of like some pretty big swing changes is what it sounded like. He's had to make some adjustments and kind of found it again. Um, so yeah, huge congrats to him. He, he did the damn thing and it was impressive. And also cam hell of a week, like another runner up finish for him. seems like he keeps racking up those runner ups. It's only a matter of time until he gets one of these things done. Um, for sure the first one's the hardest and i think uh we can get into cam whenever y'all are ready but i i think we're on the cusp of him being a a big name coming up um I, i'm just glad to see sam win another tournament and one that feels it's elevated from the other ones um he, you know he's been winning kind of terms what i'd call kind of on the periphery um, sure. whether it's like the Valspar or if it's what was it like Sanderson. the fall, like yeah, you know, like the fall event against yeah. Abe Answer and some other people. Too. So yeah, yeah. So like Colonial it's nice to see him step up and it's nice to see him step up and take out some some big dogs on the way in. Um, so that's that's really cool. Uh I like Sam Burns game a lot. So he was actually off to a pretty slow start this year, and it's good to see him crack off a win. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think he's he's gonna be fun to watch for a long time. He can definitely play. Um, there's no doubt about that. And it's kind of cool that him and Scotty are such good friends. I had no idea he's from the middle of nowhere out by Shreveport. That's wild to me. Louisiana boy, LSU boy. Yeah. Okay, let's yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna do full mouth talking on a pod. That's probably a good call. <laughs> um yeah, yeah. There's we, we like can, a thousand we can... people in his town. Yeah, not I mean Shreveport's bigger than a thousand people. Well, he's but they said he's outside of Shreveport, but okay. that we definitely don't need to dive into that. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he he golfed his ball, man. There's not much more to, to talk about it. Like he he was, you know, grinding against Scotty, and Scotty was doing what Scotty always does, and he was clawing back after being two or three down, and then just making it happen again. You're like, oh shit, is Scotty gonna do it again? And into Sam now because he was just doing it to everybody all week, just like just idling and then right when he needs to, he started putting the gas down but sam finally closed the door on him but those those semifinal matches were were sick both of them going to playoffs and you know th- there was always fireworks going back and forth they weren't uninteresting um, and we happened to be in the suite on the green of the playoff hole and like whenever they started the yeah. playoffs we're like all right they're gonna be going to 10 how they have been doing the rest of the tournament and then all of a sudden it's like oh they're going to 12 oh no shit we're going to be able to see him <laughs> it was awesome was it 13 that scotty missed the six footer that he should have made and won? i mean dude that was like a three footer like yeah it was he he stuffed it in there and missed that putt like because i remember we were watching the camp champ rory playoff coming in at the green and then we had on my phone or on our phones we had the the telecast going sure. and we heard the crowd yell for scotty's approach that was like three or four feet and i was like okay scotty won that it's gonna be scotty versus whoever either rory right. or cam and then and then cam ended up making that putt and rory missed his and i was like all right sick cam and and scheffler that's like literally going there i was like that is the ideal championship match i personally wanted to see 
And then it turns out fucking Scheffler missed that putt. They ended up going to 14, and then he obviously ends up losing that match. His but. putter looked a little weird all week, though, didn't it? Like he, you, it did. he took, he'd show glimmers of like the normal Scotty kind of nails putting from like seven to 10 feet. And then you'd see him get inside of seven feet and he'd start making some weird, like really pushy putts that like you don't normally yeah. see from him. And uh, like, it's so weird. I usually think of Scotty as like, oh yeah, once he's inside like seven to eight feet, like you might as well consider 90% of these going in. Like, and yeah. it really felt like it was a coin flip every time I saw him inside of seven feet. Yeah. And he's kind of the king of like, he's going to put it to six feet and it's going to be a teaser to save pars. And he just makes those all damn day. Um, so it was kind of weird to see him look a little uneasy. It kind of, my immediate thought when he missed that putt was thinking about his three putt when he wrapped it up. Uh, was that waste management where he three putt at the end um, to win it? Where it was Dude, he three like, putts a lot on the 72nd hole to win tournaments. Yeah, he does, he exactly. did it at the Masters. He did it. That's right. It was Augusta too. Yeah. Where you kind of wonder like, does this dude really like panic on this and yeah, may, maybe he has maybe he has to get out on like a, a comfy lead for him to then just coast in with like pretty mediocre play and that'd be okay maybe he can't clinch like shit at the end i i, we I haven't I, seen a probably, lot of clutch pars like to wrap it up i mean he did a few of them throughout the week i mean i don't want to like what you don't get his, to the finals i don't list, remember but... what the what the bay hill win was for him like was that a it Wasn't was it against Hovland? Him and Hovland were making a run last year at Bay Hill. Yeah. Um. No, know. it was him and that Hatton, right. wasn't it? Him and Tyrrell Hatton, right? I know that. I know that Hovland was in the mix, but Ho- Hovland, yeah, he got T two as well, but he shot two over on the last day. Hovland or Scheffler? Hovland. Scheffler okay, shot and, even. And what was what were the like scores? It, like, was it close? Like, did he have to come? Well, so Scheffler finished uh, at minus five for the win, and then Tyrrell Hatton, Billy Horschel, and Victor Hovland were T two, and it was Tyrrell Hatton that like was under par for the last day when it was that crazy hard day. He was minus, he was three under. Yeah, but that okay, so year. three. Th- no, that was last year. Was it? Yeah. Didn't Tyrrell this, this year? This year, Kitayama won. Oh, duh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for for the most part, like. Scotty to me is someone that has historically just given himself arm length, you know, coming in and then just let his game kind of just like come in neutral coasting. Yeah. Which yeah, is honestly I mean, kind of like a, a play out of Tiger's book a little bit. I mean, Tiger obviously has like the clutch gene and he's done it all over the place, but I mean, that, that was kind of his that, MO. That player's win for Scotty was pretty outstanding. Like he had it pretty big margin the rest again the uh, against the rest of the field and I, I, like i get that it's another like he kind of was able to coast in but to get that gap on that course against everyone was you know yeah but like awesome. isn't that's the whole point we're trying to say is that like he likes to get himself out in front so that he doesn't have to be nervous coming in which i'm sure everyone would love to do that but yeah, like it just I think seems to be the, the trend goal for him for everyone <laughs> for sure well and this kind of all goes back to me and this is probably something that uh, somebody would have told Scotty, like, hey, it's awesome that you're being open and honest, but maybe we don't have to. Where when he had the lead going into Augusta and he was like, I was up all night, I was crying, I was freaking out, like I was terrified. 
that kind of made me think like, oh, maybe this dude doesn't have the clutch gene. Like Tiger would. Well, have also, or, also, or... you got to remember the U.S. Open last year. He was right in the mix with Zalatoris and Fitzpatrick. Right. I don't know if he made that putt on eighteen. I can't remember if like like because that could be considered a clutch putt if if Fitzpatrick doesn't come in and make that bunker shot right. right. So 100%. like a clutch putt to make it into a playoff or whatever it was going to be. So. Look, I, I mean, someone could compile enough evidence to make us look like jackasses, like for him not sinking big critical putts at big moments at like in tournaments like that. That's not what we're like. I think we're trying to say, I think like the trend is, is that Scotty is aggressive earlier in tournaments to set himself apart differently than most people that I think are more protective of their position on the leaderboard than hopefully squeaking it out toward the end versus him just being like, I think he makes more aggressive swings and strategy decisions earlier in toward the end of the tournament um where it allows him to have that arm's length because i think anyone's capable of doing it he just is more willing to take the the steps i think to to make it happen i yeah, i would agree I, with I that agree. and scotty like it uh, he he is he does just roll in some fucking par saves throughout the entire week that you're just like holy fuck man just like yeah yeah he stands over seven footers all day and it's just like, yeah, those all go in. And for other dudes, not as but, much. I mean, Sam but, Burns, just going back to this week, Sam Burns on that last match was just rolling in some fucking putts, man. Like, yeah. Dude, a lot of people had strong putter weeks. Like, yeah. this is the be- like, dude, Scotty Rory is a thing. Like, dude, he was yeah. like, if he wasn't making them, they were burning edges and he was putting Ricky pace on everything and making the comebackers like there's Old a couple Ricky of Roy moments. Yeah, sure. I, I gotcha. Um, not <laughs> fat Ricky putter. <laughs> yeah, uh, not, not arm lock fucking Ricky putter. Um, but yeah, I, I, whenever I had Rory, you know, six to eight feet from the hole, I'm like, dude, this is probably going in. Like he's, he's making this. He made some long ones too. Like I'm bullish on Rory's putter with this, this Scotty blade. Going back to channeling his 2020 or 2012 youth, you know, his, his first, first two major, major first two major wins with a similar putter, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. he's been on a, a spider boy role since then, right? I think, uh, you know, no, he's 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 played with all sorts of different shit from on the I think side. I think we will see. I'll, I'll say this now. I think we will see him go back to a, a spider of some sort. He's going to do the I'm going to switch putters for a little bit while it's hot. And then he's going to go back to the spider because he, he had he had a lot of success with that spider X like over the last couple of years, but not like, the success that he cares about. Like, yeah, but want... I mean, he finished so well at the last last year's majors like it. it well, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't chalk that up to like the putter like he was, was putting statistically fine. the best performance across all the majors, but the. The I think and then he cares about is and then how many wins did he have over the last two years too? That's my that's my point though. Is my point is that like he needs this? Okay, whatever. (laughs) Like go for it. The the idea here is that like he wants something that's going to get him over the edge and make the long bumps going to change it for him. Like he needs to have you know, Spieth's putter wins him majors. It won him Burkdale. It's won him other majors. Like. Rory is looking for something that's going to help him win that major versus like the mini spider that he plays with that black and white, the gold, the mm-hmm. gold and white one. Like you think it like it's fine, but you're not ever thinking like, oh, my God, Rory is draining them from everywhere. And it's like his putter that's saving him. It doesn't feel like that's ever the case. I I mean, this is just my opinion, of course, but I, I didn't 
feel like that, like what you just said this week with Rory's putter, I think he putted well for sure. And it seems like Ryan, what Ryan mentioned, a bit of a honeymoon phase, everyone that has switched putters or jumps between putters. There's always a nice, like, Oh, this looks nice. Like you kind of putt well for a little bit and then you, you know, get used to it and you're like, damn, I actually not putting that good or I'm putting just like I was. Maybe if I go back, you know, you see, you've seen speed do it. You've seen JT do it. You've seen many people do it. And I'm just saying that I think Rory will eventually go back to the spider. And I don't know if, if, and to to go back on your point, kid, like to make the the leap in your game to get the majors that he wants. I don't necessarily think it's the putter. I think it could potentially be the half half an inch shorter driver shaft that he did this week to get that driver even more honed in than it seemingly was, which is insane to even uh, think about. I don't but, I, no, I I don't I don't agree. I mean, c- come on. The reason he lost at the at St. Andrews is because he couldn't fucking make any putts. Like. It wasn't his driver that was the he problem was also, at St. Andrews. On Sunday, he was also putting from pretty damn far away I, at the Open, to be fair. I was going like, to say, it's always been his wedges that's the issue of, like, why is it that he always has these nine-footers for birdie instead of the four, five, six-footers? And to be fair, his wedges have been better as of no lately. Question. So, but right. I think I think we all may have, you know, a bit, bit of different opinions on what Rory needs to do to get over the hump I just don't think anyone would say his driver needed to get better. Like, no, no I'm nope. not saying that it needed to get better. What I'm saying is that it, as opposed to the putter switch, I think if anything is going to get him over the hump, I think that that little driver change that he did to make his driver even better, it seems, which was standout this week might be that, especially going into Augusta in a week and a half. 100%. Yeah, and his I, advantage is when he is confident with a driver, and he knows I'm the best on tour at doing this, and I'm going to pull this thing. Like that's when he's playing alpha Rory golf that I feel like is a different gear. That's got some of that like tiger scariness, where it's like, oh shit, this dude can do anything out here. And to be fair to you, kid, I don't know if he had already switched to the Scotty or not, but there were reports of Rory shooting 19 putts on 18 holes at Augusta, like last week or something like that. So, yeah, you know, maybe his putting is just better and it may not be the, the putter itself. And maybe just something, you know, as far as, you know, his setup or his process with putting, he started using a line again, apparently. So who knows? could be a, 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 a multitude of things. Yeah, I'm I, I'm just saying if you're looking at the margins of someone's game and strokes gain that had the most apparent areas where you could see lift that's going to get him across a line to get the strokes he needs to win these majors and cross them off and where he would struggle across these, it was it was putting like he was losing strokes to the field putting in so, in so many situations where he needed to make the lift. And I don't know where he finished this week because data golf hates this fucking event, apparently, but the the idea here is I would say he's probably a pretty strong strokes gain to the field putting this this week. And I get that it's tough because it's match play, so it's hard to weight it against the entirety of the the field as one versus the other because not everyone gets to every hole. And but it's I I would put him probably up there in at least the top ten putting this week, which is not normally where he hangs out. Rory yeah, was um... three three strokes gained putting. That's huge. That's massive. Yeah. That's, Scotty, yeah. Scotty was two. Sam Burns, 6.5. Cameron Young, 3.1. Oh, 
Six yeah, wait, so it was, but it was just the four guys. So that's that that's tough because you, your field is four people. No, 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 no. That uh, so cumulative strokes gained through five rounds for the final four. Oh, that was one day ago. Sorry. I, so that wasn't for the tournament. My apologies. So yeah, Data Golf is today. not. Data Golf hasn't put shit out for the, the today. I'm sure the gimmies fuck it all up, right? Like that makes it really difficult when putts are conceded and things like that. Yeah, that's true not. too. Um, but I mean, that besides the point. Like, I don't know how long honeymoon periods are supposed to last with putters, but if ma- if the Masters is within that range for your subjective honeymoon, it's it's a good sign for Rory. Um, I think the other other side of it too. For, for me in particular when it comes to this is yeah i'm not gonna say that Roy won't ever change his putter but i like the confidence that it seems to give him right now like it it seems like a lot less mechanical stroke from him too um versus when he was rocking the high moai mallet um yeah. so i you know if he does ever leave this putter i'd like to see him potentially run back to like either a, like a extended you know blade and not not full mallet again mallet because it does seem like he puts with just a different stroke with this one. Yeah, makes perfect sense. All right, so we've it's, talked uh, Sam Burns, we've talked Scotty, we've talked Rory. That's the that's the final four. The I, I'll, I'll see the floor today because this is basically his new boy, um, Cameron Young. If you want to speak to him, uh, sure. I mean, we we touched on it a little bit. Uh, an extremely extremely well played event from cam um i think a a huge standout at the beginning of the week even throughout you know up until literally you know the last match of the 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 tournament but uh he was playing that front nine insanely well um going into this tournament and we can get into the brackets later i did not see this course being a good course fit for him personally um i can't really give you any reasons um, just looking at the brackets when I was doing mine, I was just thinking like, I think this is his first time playing here. It's kind of a quirky course. I don't know if he, you know, he kind of bombs the ball, which can be a benefit out here, but at the same time, it can get you into some trouble. Um, so I wasn't sure how he was going to do. He surprised me, you know, pleasantly surprised me. Obviously he's on my fantasy team. Um, but yeah, I was the, the rounds, he, the, the nines, he was shooting, the front nine throughout the first three days, especially were just insane. And it seemed like he was winning every match, like three, three up or five up. Like it was, it was a, a a great showing for him. And like I said, it's only a matter of time until he, he, he gets a, uh, a win under his belt. Um, but yeah, it was good to see him play. Well, it was good to see him hit some shots in person. You know, he, he really does fucking hit the ball hard. Um, but yeah, uh, as Ryan said, I think we're going to see some good things coming from in, him in the future. And, uh, you know, I'm stoked to have him on the squad this year. Um, uh, I like what I saw from him this week. And uh, yeah, I think I think uh, it's not a crazy thing to say that he's going to get a, a dub under his belt this season. I would be shocked if he didn't win this season. I mean, how many second place finishes does he have? It's like four or five already. And he's on his second year. Definitely at least three. I would probably say, yeah, like four or five. Yeah. I, the Open, Sanderson, this is three right there. Yeah. Um, and then I think he had... Don't forget the Saudi. Don't forget the Saudi. I would never. 
Um, look, I, I think this dude is going to be an assassin. I think he has what it takes. You could tell, I mean, hey, shooting a freaking 27 on the front on Wednesday, like he, the, the dude only wrote threes on his scorecard on the front nine um, is absurd. And I think as long as he is, and he putts really well, I think the way he was throwing his arms up and stuff, I think he put the ball on every line when he missed putts. It was because it broke more than what he saw or whatever, but I think he kind of has all the tools in the kit and that like low draw that he was hitting into the par fives with the irons and with his three wood is a really sick golf shot. I think he's got really good feels. I think he's going to be a, just a baller. Um, I, you know, let me go ahead and just preface this by saying like, this is, I think a, this is sports. I'm saying this in the realm of sports. Sure. <laughs> he's in, the, he's in the Fitz camp for me, man. I think I, I am, I'm, I'm not in on cam. Uh, I am Wild. one. Was he, I think he may have been crowned to even get into the semis. That Kirk Kitayama bounce was fucking bullshit. He won, he won one up on 18 against Kirk Kitayama. He gets a kick off of a giant fucking hill to almost ace. That should have been a fucking lost hole. Like Kirk Kinnema buries the birdie. We, we, yeah, I was going to say that I was going to say the same thing. That's golf. There's breaks in every, every, every golf tournament. The winner usually gets some lucky breaks. Um, but you could, if you want to play that game, you can go into all sorts of things. Like who had the easier group? Like there's, there were some hard fucking group plays, like some, some matchups that were a lot harder group compared to others like sam burns's group for the group play was abysmal compared to ricky rom and whoever else was in that group like it's it's you know it you can you can play that game all you want but uh you 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 don't have to be a fan of the guy and you don't have to like root for him but i mean just calling out one hole on a lucky bounce like the winners i'm sure you can fucking sam burns got some lucky breaks this week too yeah, let's let's get through this gnarly group that Cameron Young was in. Uh Sepp Straka, Corey Connors, and Daniel Thompson. What fucking massive hitters in that group to take him down? Being the, the 15th seed in I, this tournament. I wasn't saying in particular with Cam's group. I'm just saying in general, if you want to play the game of like, you know, lucky here, luck there, like, yeah, there's a luck to the what well, draw you get. There's a luck to a bunch of it. You know, the well, luck is for, firstly, it was firstly, it was said in jest that like he was getting crowned in the semifinals by a, a bounce off of a hill that happened on the 11th hole. Like, let's have a little bit of like levity in this fucking podcast. Um, but I mean, if we want to dissect his game completely, like he he shot a nine with three, th- like all threes on it. Obviously, he played good golf this week. Um, it, it, it's just it's the insult to injury that like he narrowly beats the guy that I like most in golf and then goes into just a, like just diarrhea all over himself to ruin the broadcast and the the event in the in the finals. I mean, c- come on, like that was abysmal, despicable golf. So you think his, it was his you think his last match ruined the event? No, I did, I think I think That's it, it put a sour. I, I think I, once again we're like. <laughs> We're, we're we're having some fun like come yeah. on like it, it put a sour taste and i think a lot of sponsors mouths with how they ended that like but the at, MLB at the end of the day like about it you're right yeah right before opening day right <laughs> they're hitter they're hitter yeah. dude <laughs> the lead off batter really shit the bed 
And then there's like the more subversive things for me, like the fact that he was a huge flight risk at the end of last year to go to live without ever winning on the PGA Tour felt like running from the fight to me. And it took like heavy convincing. It it took took heavy convincing from like people like Rory and Spieth and other people to convince him to stay allegedly through the grapevine. So like that's always like a weird feeling. And then he also still goes to the Saudi this year to play it like. He's just he's just not my guy. I have nothing like truly against him personally, but like as far as sports, quote unquote, like, you know, adversarial villain in my head where all the good villains are gone. I need to make some new ones for myself and I need one that's going to be good. It's going to be in the mix. And Cam's that guy for me. And also, like, you can't everybody can't be your guy. Like, so like, sure. I completely understand that. And he took he fucking stole Hideki's paws. I mean, come on. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hideki's what? This is what? The pause at the top of the back. He kind of has oh, the Hideki gotcha. back. Gotcha. So they said today. I, I heard pods. Uh, like air Yeah, pods. I, I, it took me a second. But so as somebody who played baseball my whole life, I assume he was a baseball player because the way they talked about he, he doesn't. They said he doesn't have a backswing. He places his club in the slot and then he fires. He's setting his club and then going, which is very baseball-y, which is how I feel when I hit a golf club. I'm waiting for my hands to get to the slot to where I can fire. And it's all baseball related. Um, so I thought that I was think, kind of dope to hear about that. Do you guys I, think I, the MLB called the PGA tour to tell them that they like that they're, they're fucking them by putting Corey Connors and Cameron Young in the same group at the beginning. Like what, you don't want one of our guys to get through you fucker. Like only you I mean, only get one. Corey Connors has an MLB sponsorship MLB as well. MLB logo. Yeah. So yeah. bizarre. I have no idea how they picked these dudes. I love well, it though. I think uh, it's apparently like a, Apparently it's like a a uh what what was the US Open venue that his dad works at? Why can't I think of it right now? Oh shit, Bryson he just there. retired. Uh um, Bryson wins won the US Open there. Uh why is the name Wingfoot? Wingfoot. There we go. Uh, apparently it's He's like a relationship it's like a relationship at wingfoot or whatever yeah i thought his Wherever, dad yeah. works at wingfoot isn't that correct they said it on the broadcast it was something else, like uh it's one of the major ones but i don't think it was wingfoot i think it was like safe haven or south i'm pretty sure it was wingfoot but i could be wrong uh regardless it's some connection yeah. at the club his dad worked at with the mlb some important person there that's how that's how that- cam young got that that makes sense. He they've been uh, with him like from the very beginning of his career, like even collegiately and stuff like that. So he he's still with them. Yeah. Look, he, he he'll be in the mix. He's going to continue to be in the mix. He's going to climb up the boards. Um, he's just he's the he's the next guy I'm rooting against, dude. I'm out on Cam. I picked him up at the tail end of the season to get me fancy points, and you know he kind of did his job there. Um, but yeah, he's right in the camp, dude. Him and Fitzy are the two guys that. You, you know, I'll be, you know, who I'm adding to that list as well? Zalatoris. I'm out. I'm out on Zalatoris. I want to talk Put him about up there that. as well. It was Sleepy Hollow, Dave, where his, yes, dad that is it. Bro. Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I'm curious, did you already have most of this hate or how much of this is we're living in the wrong timeline where Rory should have won the open last year and it should have been Rory and chef in the final pairing this year. Like how much of that was because you didn't get to watch Rory and chef. No, if there's someone I should, if there's someone I should dislike about the Rory thing, it would be cam Smith. And I have no problem with cam Smith. I like cam Smith. I don't like that. He wanted to live, but I I like cam Smith as a person. I, I like him as a personality. His game is sick. I was never rooting harder against him than I was at the open, but right. Like, 
No, none of the pent up issue with Cam Young has anything to do with like Rory not winning the open. Um, yeah. The and then him missing out here, like I, I, I also don't really, I don't care about Rory getting bounced from this tournament that he doesn't care right. about. Like this isn't a major. Yeah. Yeah. If that. That, if that just means he's hungrier than to win the Masters, but I, I honestly think this this event had no effect on anything going forward other than just like he got a lot of reps in with that fucking putter, which is good yeah. in, in my mind. Um, I just meant for you personally, where the Cam Young hate, if today weighed way into it, or if you already had it, because obviously today you, you could you know, have had a chance to watch. It's a good question. And the, honestly, the, I think the first time Cam Young probably came up on a lot of people's radars was at Riviera last year when he was battling yeah. with uh, Joaquin Neiman. And I mm-hmm. just remember starkly rooting against him even there. And I get that Joaquin Nemo was on my fantasy team at the time and he won the event, but like like I just remember just not not just just not vibing. I, I don't yeah, really know I, how else to put I it. I can I can relate with that because all of last season I had that same sentiment with Cam Young. Um and I was just like, man, I don't know what this guy's deal is like yeah he bombs the shit out of the ball. don't you like remember he's... the pga you and me were rooting against him for that too like i remember yeah. actively rooting against him for that you were rooting hard for what was it zalatoris dave no i was oh, rooting for fitzy yeah because no, it was no, no. fitzy was in the mix oh yeah oh yeah, P- fitzy... oh, yeah but I was... <laughs> yeah we were we were at the bar i was telling dave like dude fitzy's gonna fade fitzy is going to fade <laughs> yeah but yeah uh... jt's surge back was awesome there i think he, I, I remember not loving him last year, and then I was like, "Damn, this dude keeps getting like top five, top three finishes." Uh, I think I thought the MLB thing was weird. Having I his dad be there the, makes sense. I think the thing that changed, uh, changed my opinion was the Open last year for me yeah. for Cam Young. I was just like, "Okay, this dude is gonna stick around." Like he has got, he's got a good game. Um, it's definitely different than a lot of people's, but I, I like that. It's different. I like that. He, you know, is kind of a different type of player. So, uh, and then I, I, and then I picked him on my team this year because I I, I thought he was going to have good finishes and I thought he was going to win this year, which I still think. So, uh, obviously I'm going to be rooting for him this year. Um, and you know, he's not like a Wolfpack guy or anything like that, but, uh, I, I I can say that I like the guy and I want to see him do well. Um, but yeah. Speaking yeah. of wolf packs, I've got an announcement. Oh, oh shit! We're 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 changing up the wolf pack. Can I guess um, at who you're getting rid of before you say? Sh- sure. Hovland. Hovland is going. That was right. Yeah. Huh. But so is Sungjae. No, Boy. not the panda. They're both okay. going. There's a couple this of reasons for it. I just catch myself not rooting for them like I want to be, and yeah. I I can't I can't fight my heart here. Um, and I don't have any further announcements. My wolf pack is just three dudes, and I so I'm not putting it. I'm not getting put- rid of people. Yeah, we're yeah. just and I know that like most people get rid of people to put someone else in, but I don't want to I don't want to make that that it, to me it's just making sure that like it's I'm if 
nothing would deter me from rooting for the people is the main thing is like no, money wouldn't deter me. Like I would be rooting for them because I want that person to succeed. And I think I still feel that for Sung Jay, but I just don't catch myself rooting for him. Like if I see him, if I'm pitting against him and I have someone in my fantasy against him, I feel my fantasy person like wanting to, I want my fantasy person to outperform yeah. him just for like a top 20 or like, and I'm sure or like even yeah. for like a top five. And I'm like, I shouldn't feel that way if I, if I, if Sung Jay's in my, in my wolf pack. So this is interesting. They, they, is... they, they, they're, they're, they're both going. Yeah. We're down to three and Steve. we will only <laughs> induct when I have a strong passion for, for their success. The beauty about I the have... wolf pack is that it's just five guys. And like, I, uh, it, it hurt me to get rid of Scotty. And I was like rooting for him today. I told kid that I, uh, Scotty was the guy that I wanted to win the tournament. And I still have a lot of love for the guy, but it just sucks that he can't be in my wolf pack that I just like, you know, a handful of guys a little more than I like Scotty. It's like, he's a, he's a five B, but he's just, yeah. he just doesn't make the cut. He's right there. He's but, the first off the bench. He's right yeah. There. And it, it sucks, but you know, you, you, the wolf pack's a wolf pack. Who you, who you, who you running with, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mine. We're on the verge of making an amendment. I have a couple Couple ideas. Uh, the Gur Dog Gary Woodland has always been in my heart, uh, but he's right there on that cusp. I, I don't know if he's gonna hang. We're uh, we're gonna see. Um, Scotty is right there. Honestly, the main reason that I haven't moved Scotty though is because it feels like a lame pick now that he's killing it. To be like, oh yeah, Scotty's in my wolf pack. I I love to watch him play. The way he moves around is just. Awesome his his be. game is incredible. It's fun to watch his yeah. game with how creative and how crazy he he is on the course. He just it just I need that personal factor uh, to, to drive it home. That's kind of what got got made me um, get rid of him. And you could argue that I put a, put Finau in. That's just as like kind of vanilla and not as outgoing. But uh, yeah, I mean that full swing episode really changed my mind on Vino. So it's can't really change that. So I I, uh, I feel I feel the way I feel and you know it is it is what it is. So yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm I'm here to you know announce something in tandem with the Wolfpack and, and I by no means expect no one else to, to do this. But because it's I've reduced bird, it down to three the bird flock. Who is a part of your bird flock? <laughs> the murder. <laughs> Kid has a murder of crows now. He's got three in his group. Um well, I think the thing is I'm I'm fully accountable for my boys. That that's my, my point is like if someone comes and attacks my boys, I'm defending my boys. And if someone, sure. you know, says like, whoa, where's your guys at, dude? That was a horrible like performance. Like I'm here to be accountable for my guys too, in the same way that a coach so or a manager just, is just when someone real comes quick to them. To refresh myself, your three remainders in the Rolf pack are Rory, JT, and Speeth. Correct. Yeah. Which are, I mean, yeah. obviously. They are obvious to the entire golf world. Like they're not unique. Wolf hey pack kid, people. this is this is just a move that I've done. But you do have two open slots on your wolf pack. You could hop in and run with those boys for a while while you're waiting for while you're. No, waiting I, for I think I, I I think I have to go out and find others. So I I, I can't be running with them while I go find better. Oh man, well suited nice. folks. It's nice stretching your legs with the pack, man. I'll tell you. That's the best way to hunt, man. Get out there with the pack and see what you know. If they, if if they need an extra snout to sniff down some kills, like I I I will. <laughs> firstly, I don't know if my game's in the right place. Honestly, like I I, I played yesterday and it, it wasn't. Like, I don't know if they want to even see that. I want to infect them with bad swing thoughts or bad <laughs> visuals, like. 
it's not a this good site scary. right now. So I, I think it's best for me to just go out and try to find some hitters for them. Um, Dude, you so, know what? That just reminds me is maybe my game is good when I'm in my wolf pack. Because right now I'm not in my wolf pack and my game has been the narcissist and Dave just kicks out fucking like, you know, maybe that's the- hour ROM or someone like that. He's like, I'm sorry, my game suffers if you're here. <laughs> you gotta go. That's just um, that's just us. So you were about to make it. I need to think about. Yeah, that. yeah. So I I'm fully accountable for my boys. Like I will go to bat for them. You got the hard press conference questions. I'm here to answer them. I'm here to speak for them and defend their honor. That's what I'm here for. And I'm introducing the Dark Wolf Pack, the anti-Wolf Pack. These are the guys oh, I am exclusively rooting against. I will always Oof. Well, I will so, always so I don't, Cam Young is leading that. Oh, pack of course. Back. First He's ballot Hall of Famer album. on on the on the Dark Wolf Pack. The I don't know what we would call them. The hyenas? Uh, is hyenas a well, better see, thing? This is the hyenas from Lion King. They're just those kind of assholes that are cackling in the side. That you hope things go poorly for. I love it. Placeholder hyenas are anti-wolf pack. I don't really care which one you go with. Cam Young, he's in there. Fitz, he's in there. And to me, it's a mirror, right? If you got three in your wolf pack, you got three in your ante. And um, for right now, we're going to be putting Zalatoris in there. And look, I didn't shy away from what going guys that have got game. We've got major winners in there. You've got guys that have runnered up at multiple majors. The idea here is you got to, it's got to be dangerous. And you've got to have real reason to root against them in your mind. And for me, hmm. this is my anti-wolf pack. These are the hyenas for me. And uh, in the same way, I have to be accountable for when my guys slip up. If Cam Young goes out and just wins the Masters by three, I've got to be able to be like, bro, you're a fucking idiot. Cam Young is a baller and you need to fucking you know, take your lumps. And I'll be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> so this is fully we're just embracing the heart there's no logic here this is just no i, I provide some logic for cam young oh, did i sure. not? no you did I, i'm just saying we're we're leaning more into the emotion side um and but no fitz is kind of a fitz he's kind of a whiner i i i, I don't get into his his, his 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 weirdoness um i think his general sentiment kind of feels more like needly than it is kind of like you know, humility. Uh, I think he has some characteristics and they're not nearly as, you know, give me more time to formulate my narrative on, on Fitzy, but there's definitely a different well-worn tracks to me. All you need uh, to know about Fitzy is that he is now doing a no tie Skechers shoe commercial. And I was like, that is the most on-brand thing ever. You would a hundred percent be the slip on Skechers guy. Look like, like easy. It'd be easy for me to throw Kucher in there, but he's terrible. So like, why, why would I even do that? Like he's had like a small resurgence this year. And to me, it's like, we'll be gone next year. I won't have any yeah. time to root against him because I won't ever see him. So a hundred percent. How you know, much that's... of this Zalatoris hate comes from another golf podcast interview where he didn't do a great job in my opinion. Oh, I mean, it contributed, but I think to me more than anything else, it's it's more his demeanor out there right now. He seems a little bit uh, leth- uh what, wait, what is this apathetic? New... Sorry, uh, uh, <laughs> it, what Zalatoris podcast are you talking about? Because I on the not way up. Is this a pretty old one? Uh, it's a couple weeks ago. Um, okay, I don't think I've heard it. More more than a couple weeks ago. It might have been like six weeks to two months. I don't. I don't um, think he was ter. I don't think it was terrible, but he just he 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 didn't strike my fancy. Is 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 the main thing, and everyone's got different sort of different folks. It's just he's just he's just not my guy, and I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to, you know, 
Brooks is that guy. Actually, Brooks has way more reason to be hated by people. But I was, gonna, <laughs> like, I, was I was assuming that the hyenas or whatever you're calling it have to be on the PGA tour for this conversation. Because I was oh, trying yeah. to brainstorm. Wait, I, okay, I was without trying to question. Okay, I was trying to brainstorm in my head. Like it's easy to go to live guys, but I was trying right. to, in my head make a group real quick. I, I like the idea of just fostering and facilitating just toxic behavior from this podcast. Like I <laughs> completely different Twitter. off mic, but like the idea here is like need to find a way to just create false drama and well, fake also, narratives that I are mean, like to, to be fair, like that that is part of it, right? Like that part of sport, uh, you know, what you were bringing up earlier, like are guys that you kind of want to actively actively root against too. And like live took that away from the PGA tour for a lot of people. So like yeah. having, having guys like I can understand like you wanting some heels for lack of a better phrase. You, you know, who would have been in it? You know, who would have been in my hyenas? I would have had Jason day in my hyenas, but like a comeback story mm. is kind of like nice, right? Like he's, he's been right dealing now. with injuries you know, he does things that I freaking hate a lot. Like he doesn't, he no shows to pro-ams when he's supposed to be there. He withdraws when he knew he was never going to play in the tournament, taking a spot away from like someone who would have Monday queued in or would have had an alternate right. spot from like the corn Ferry. Like he, he, he doesn't ever go back to play in Australia as much as like Adam Scott and other people do like, and like support the scene that, you know, he came from, which I don't, I, that, I feel like that's a, a, a harsh thing to kind of attack someone over just because sure. like, who the fuck are you to say that? But he also lives um, in Ohio now. Like he's he's a different cat. But I think the main thing being is that like I know playing in Australia was like a big part for like Cam Smith. Like he yeah, tries to go yeah. back as much as he can. He tried. He like that was part of the reason he said he wanted to go to live was because like an Australian event was big for him and like putting that into he like won their the Australian like Open plan. This year. Yeah. So like that that's you know a cool thing uh, for him. And so Jason day would have been a hyena for me two, three years ago. Um, but now like this dude who's battle injuries left and right has struggled and been in the wilderness, like speed was for, for years. And at one point was like a dominant player in 2016, one of the best in the world. Like he would have been in there, but right now, like to me, it's like, okay, let's get this guy back in the mix. And like, I want to root for a story to be great for them, for me to then root against him. I've got a, I've got a solid, a solid group of three that I've come up with. Ooh, oh, okay. I, I, I think I've got a fourth. I think I've got a fourth as well. Well, but I, 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 I unfortunately have only three wolf, but uh, you know, I don't want to just throw Sungjae back in because I want to have four on each side. <laughs> but throw Kiz in there for me too. I'm out on Kiz. Oh, oh, you. I mean, but, that's fair. You've kind of been you've in been the same boat for, for a long time. yeah, forever. But I, the the issue is he's probably not relevant enough to be in it. But you know. Mm. I mean, he's a top fifty player. I would argue like, that he all, even, did he even all of mine are week? very relevant. I, I don't have know three. That did. I don't have five. But... Let's hear him. Okay, I mean, this should come as no surprise to anybody. Uh, number one is Tiger Woods. Yeah. Number two is does Colin that Mark. one count? Like he, 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 it's a guy that you get to root against four times a year. Okay, well, I let mean, me just it, go through look, the rest he's in of our wolf, He's in my wolf pack. He's in your wolf pack, isn't he, kid? And I also felt like I, I heard you kind of rooting for him this year a little bit. Like, when was I you rooting were, for you were, him? You were kind of rooting for him at Riviera. I don't know I if don't you read the know. text. Uh, I don't. <laughs> what? Go shoot I'll, it I'll try off, to maybe find Ryan, some. I'll what? try to maybe find some receipts. But I, I feel like I saw Dave doing some rooting for Tiger. 
This what year, I don't remember that. Was it? I if would need to go look at if 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 it's anything, it, it's something to do like that. I'm glad he's in the mix or something like that. Right. And that that's you know, and I don't even think I said that. Regardless, you can we can go back and edit it. Ryan, go for it. You're trying. You want to say? Well, you're about to. I want you to keep rattling your list because I'm very intrigued by yeah. the next name that I think I heard you say. Yeah, Colin Morikawa, number two, yeah. and then Patrick Ooh. Cantlay, number three. That that's pretty. Wild. That's pretty good as well. As well, Cantlay's not far from me. You know, he's on the periphery. Like he does. He if he didn't say so much shit behind closed doors that I can't verify, uh, he probably would be in there. But right now, he's just he's just. He's like uh what what is the I'll come I'll come back to me later. I'll think of it. Okay. So so we got Cantley, Morikawa, and, and Tiger. Tiger is what you said. I think I can get to three. Fitzy is a hard yes for me. Um the next one, and I hate, hate to do this, but I have to do it. <laughs> This dude I is mean, on my fantasy team. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Xander. <laughs> oh, Xander. Xander. Wow. Dude. See, like, yeah, there's things that I don't. I can I mean, see obviously Xander, couple... too. You used to love Xander, kid. Kid, he's yeah, I, His game is sick. His game is sick. Like, we don't want to get back. Like, but. I mean, that's what I feel look, about Colin I, Morikawa. I, I told you I have a hard sick. and fast rule. You play in Saudi, you're not in my wolf pack. I, I <laughs> yeah. said that out loud. Yeah. Um, so kid just you know, stays I, you know in who his I thought you were gonna kid stays in his house and doesn't do anything because Saudi's literally connected to most things in the world but okay boy we should not go down this path um I knew you yeah. thought I was gonna say speed and speed has grown on me a lot um there's multiple factors in that him being on my fantasy team is one uh me living in the home of a longhorn is two um let's stick so to the xander I, though like we know yeah. speed's growing on you yeah xander just boy he strikes me just as like there's something very pretentious about xander to me and i don't obviously don't know anything about him there's just something about the way that he seems like he thinks he's the best dude on tour and it's like, dog, I need you to prove it. Like, let's let's get up here. You should have a major by now. We should plus, be winning some big dog events. Plus and the regripping. Just... The regripping is just insane. Dude, and the arm lock, <laughs> the regripping is hard to watch. Like the going. See, the, ar- the, the arm, arm lock, lock thing is, is the best argument it's I think absurd. against him is that like he talked shit about arm lock, said it was cheating, and then went to a week of using the arm lock, didn't p- putted worse with it, so went back. Yeah. Like Literally that's, I think that's the best evidence against against Xander. Yeah. But I do, I like Xander's personality. I think he like doesn't give a fuck. Like all the cigar picks from the Ryder Cup. Like I think he's he's a bit of a badass. But I think like, he I, to I, be. I, I I think I think I, I like Xander. I just um yeah well, we already already said it. But yeah, so um, I've got. I thought you were Xander. gonna. I thought you were gonna say the obvious one on your team, which you he know is on the periphery for me. Oh, go ahead. Keep no, keep rolling, keep rolling because I, I was gonna say like I, mean, I feel like no, no, nobody has said Billy Horschel though, right? Like he, I kind of like Billy Ho. I kind of like Billy. There's something <laughs> yeah. about Billy that I don't hate, and like I like that he's willing to have the the conversations. Don't and, get me wrong, I can't stand how he sneaks up on every single putt. Like oh, that's, that's terrible. Weird. Yeah, I that know, but tough. like 
I kind of like him. Like, I feel like he's good for just, he's a different personality. I don't love the dude, but like, he's not a bad guy. He just is outspoken and he kind of has weird opinions on certain things. And he does some, you know, outlandish shit on the course sometimes, but so does Rom, you know, like it's just yeah. in a different way. So I, I kind of like Billy Ho. He wouldn't be in my anti-Wolf pack. That's oh, for sure. Man, I, I have two thoughts here. Um, there's the honest answer. This is, we'll start with this. Uh, Keegan Bradley, Keegan Bradley, honorary mention. I don't think he's I thought about a good him. enough name. I yeah. cannot say it. I, I'm not, not here for it. Um, and Dave, you're going to hate this, but I do not like to watch Rick. Rick is not that my guy. I might put Rick in there. There's tons of good reason to not be a Rick guy. And, I, and, and, yeah. and him being a hyena for you. Like, yeah, he gets I way mean, more attention talking than he about comeback stories and Jason Day. I mean, Rick is right in that same fucking. Are you for comparing sure. their two seasons so far? I'm just saying, like, he's working out of it. He's playing better golf. Like, it's a similar Agreed. fucking thing. Agreed. Like, he, he's sure. he's clawing out of it. Um. But I think there's plenty. There is plenty of reason for someone to not to actively not be a Rick guy. He is one that I watch, and I'm just like, man. That I mean, I get not, not being me. a Rick guy, but anti Wolfpack Rick. Are you kidding me, dude? Dude, I dude, feel, you know, I I sincerely think that, that is my answer. Dude, I am so far out on Rick. I have never been into Rick. Um, uh, that and is anyone is anyone Rick, but like actively rooting against Rick is the part that I don't understand. Is there any person in PGA Tour history like that is more falsely inflated in value than Ricky Fowler? In terms of performance on course to their like net worth to the game, the commercial. Yeah, I, I like mean, it's an artificial inflate so based on marketing prowess. So we're talking we're talking about a likable dude, a good guy that has done business well and has people surrounding him that's well. So you're holding that against the guy, a guy that's super it's, marketable and making a bunch of money and providing for his family and not, it, it, and, not, and not going to live and not doing it those ways. We're talking yeah. about that as a thing against a guy. OK, that's cool. That's a weird perspective to have, but OK. It's the same thing with Tiger to a degree. It's like he gets way more attention than he probably deserves to get in the moment. It's annoying to see him all the time. Yeah, but yeah, he doesn't have fucking 1992 fucking or 1990 fucking eight or nine fucking flashbacks in the middle of a tournament that is completely irrelevant of like, hey, here's Ricky Fowler at TPC Sawgrass on number 17 sticking it close the, the, again. The, Hold on. The difference is the difference is one guy has never won a major. The other guy's won 15 and is probably the greatest player of all time. So there's a difference for a reason that someone should be on the screen and another reason that someone's making money by being on the screen and wearing a bunch of fucking orange. Like let's let's not say like one person got to their marketing prowess for like more merit than the other. Like all I'm saying is that it's that's a bizarre reason to really not like the guy. I get the argument like hey why does he have so much like his game? But to be fair, he got all of these things when his game at the beginning of his career, where he was, his trajectory was looking like he was going to be one of those guys and those guys that were going to have multiple majors and was a very popular guy. And he, and I, I would argue that, he, you know, he was one of the top five players in the P, on the PGA Tour for a few years there for sure. And so I totally agree. I get all of that. What I will say, and I, I am fully willing to listen and be wrong here. Do you ever just have like irrational K 
can't quite put your finger on it, but like that dude, I just don't like that feeling. I've always had that for Rick. There's just something about him that rubs me the wrong way. I think it's totally unjustified and bizarre. You're allowed I've to have always... that. I just, it, yeah. To, yeah, it's crazy me, to me, I've like to have some like an anti wolf pack to actively root against Rick. Like it's weird for me to uh, hear that from someone because it's like, I don't understand what uh, about him that you would want to root against him but it might be the like it it could be the orange there's also like another dumb reason to root against someone you were just hating on xander for the fact that he regripped too much i mean come on much different though than wearing fluorescent orange in the course all the time people hated bubba because he wore fluorescent pink all the time i mean i don't have xander in my anti-wolf pack though No, no no i do i look and mine could this this was all just me going off the cuff Hey, and you're um, allowed to have to your wolf back. I'm and just, these are my feelings. Of course, I'm going to argue back against of my course, boy here. I get it. Like, yeah, I, I can't of course not. I, get it. I can't sit here and be like, "Oh, yeah, that makes that makes complete sense." You know, nor like, should you. Yeah, but <laughs> nor should yeah, you. you're allowed to have your opinion. You're allowed to root against whoever the hell you want to root against. But I'm not going to sit here and let you just say that I, or and not say it. something about it. You got to go and ask your boy. <laughs> but yeah, and, and maybe I'll I'll put some thought into what it really is. I, I really think it's the orange, but he also, he reminds me of a kid. And let's be fair. He does. He has totally, he has totally toned down the orange. He has it's more of like an, it's more of like an orange accent as of the last like five years. For sure. Not, but he's also in his mid thirties and you'd probably hope that to be the case. Right. right? Exactly. So it's like, are you going to hate someone for something that they did when they were fucking mid twenties on the golf course? Like everyone's done dumb shit in their mid twenties. Like, and you're trying to stand oh, out the like king of it. <laughs> Firstly, Dave, he's not a hyena for me. I'm just trying to provide some collection of little straws that break listen, the camera's I'm, back. Listen, I'm going to get yeah. wound up about this. There's no getting this around good. it. So I, Dave, like, how I'm, about I'm, my I'm, reason for why someone might want to not like Rick is that he can't get the fucking job done at ra- majors. That's why I don't like Ricky. I'm tired of getting so passionately. And so now you don't success. like Ricky. You don't like no, I'm, just pro- I'm, I'm providing more reasons for people it not to like him. Digging. Like, like, what if you were the biggest Ricky Fowler guy? You're putting your entire fucking house on the Davis. fucking line for him. You're just like, you love the guy. You're doing everything. And like, it's it's emotionally exhausting. And he has keeps getting runners up at majors. Then he keeps Listen, not getting dude. it done. I, Dave's life. Yeah, what are you described. talking about? <laughs> and and here's the deal: like someone just isn't as emotionally strong as you, and they 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 break bad, dude. They're like, fuck it. He's now the. He, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> well, that sucks this for them because a, he's the man. I'm happy for it. He's <laughs> right. got like weird grandpa vibes. I I seriously th- again, this is a dude. Totally he's gonna be a thought. fucking hell of a grandpa. I'm sure he will, but like he's already he's too skinny. It skins like my issue, Ryan. Weird. Ryan, Everything. my issue is that he's. I just don't think he's. I just don't think he's relevant enough. Is the real problem? Yikes! Oh, look at this jab. Kids just coming in from the corner. So, Listen, I, I mean, I think that he it he, he beat John Rom this week in match play, so which hurt me so bad. I was pissed when I saw that. I was like, God damn it! And he did say he goes. What's wrong with Rom? Like two, uh, two, got two, a couple of bad his, weeks. His putter looked really bad. He couldn't make a putt this week, and that he's was now third in the world. He dropped year. that. He's third in the yeah. world now. He dropped back down. I, uh, I thought he was a home run to win the Masters, and I might still think that. 
Can uh, Ron Holt number one the world for he, like more than two seconds? Apparently, he whenever he uh, got eliminated and was out of the tournament, he went to the range for like a hot minute and just stayed and worked on his game. So God, he's obviously sick to watch. He's obviously going. I would through love some, that. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously going through something game oriented. I don't know if it's swing or whatever it may be, but uh, yeah, something's up. Um, but, but like literally, but two it's, weeks it's, ago, it's but it's also wrong. It's also wrong. Yeah. So he'll be fine. Like he he's 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 the, he's the guy. He's the number one player in the world. Like, what was the stomach bug? That he, he he's literally third in the world now. <laughs> But yeah, he's but always I've always I've always said he's the number one player in the world. So I I, I, I know, but every fine. time you say it, I have to correct you when he clearly is not. But mathematically, that's not wrong. You know, everyone's got their opinions. <laughs> if he if he does not perform at Augusta, I will. Then we can have a talk about being concerned. But I think I've told what is what is perform for you top ten. At no. least top five. No, if you're I if think. if you're if you're the number one player in the world, you should be top fiving at at least. I think three he's the four I majors. I think he wins at Augusta. Um. So yeah, top five feels like that's going to okay, be tough for him to do that when Rory wins it. You know, uh, you can't have two people win the tournament. To win. <laughs> that, that, they could go into playoff have. holes and then keep tying, and then it gets dark, and then they keep tying on Monday, and then keep tying, and they're just like, "Fine, you guys both can have a jacket." <laughs> Dude, you know what? The, you know the crazy thing yeah. is, is like, what do you what do you think the actual like global response of like within the golf community would be if that were like actually happening like a perpetual match that just won't end with these two guys like do you think they would just start canceling all the broadcasts and programs and just start be like the biggest match of all time in the history of the game we are now over 154 (laughs) holes in like these guys are not stopping we've had to cancel every pga tour event that's been going on after it (laughs) it would be sick and it would not shock me. And honestly, it would probably be a three ways tie, and Scotty would be in that mix. When would well. when would Fred just tap one of them on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, man, like we have to get our club back at some point. So like, <laughs> I'll pay you ten million dollars to just throw this." I don't think either of those dudes would take that money. <laughs> Rory certainly honest. would not. He wants a career yeah. grand. Did the career yeah. grand slam is probably worth at least like fifty million dollars to Rory, if not more? Surely, yeah. So that's, 100%. but you know, speaking of Ricky beating Rom, and this is the, the best segue I could come up with. There were some weird things that happened at this match play. And I think yeah, we should hold, go hold through on, how, hold, hold on before we, fuckers, before Just we go railing a segue, plural, no, 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 no. We, can't, we can't stray off the Annie Wolfpack thing right now because I never even got to explain my call more Kyle one. No, it's obvious. The guy sucks. <laughs> and the Netflix doc did not do Dave, well. Dave, you know what? I'm right there riding with you. Throw him on mine as well. Fourth, call Morikawa and throw <laughs> Billy Ho on mine. I got all five of mine. Billy Ho, call Morikawa, Will Zalatoris, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Cameron Young. They're all relevant. I don't okay, like any of them. Okay, so we all are on the same page with Colin Morikawa right now. Like I'm out he's on him. not out. Yeah. He's Boy, too he political. Kind of he's too puttin' up. He's not who he actually is on camera. He's too calculated. He is who I would be if I was him. You know, like I would be so in my own head of how I think I should say something to a camera that I'd come across as like a facade political PC just saying the right thing to the right person, whatever they want to hear. That's exactly how it happens. I would hate me. And he's got a fucking weird arrogance to him. It's not like a cool he arrogance. Does. It's he a does. fucking like weird arrogance to him. And it's not. 
it's not like a Conor McGregor arrogance or like a someone who like can hold an arrogance and be like, okay, yeah, that I fucking hate that guy. It's a but su- I get it's it. a superiority arrogance. It's like there's like a I think there's a piece of him that thinks he may be better than people because he's quote unquote like an intellectual, like he's a smart guy. He's calculated. Like once again, sports hate, but like the main yeah. thing being here, like. He is who I would be if I was on the PGA tour and I hate me. So I'm going to hate him. So that's <laughs> he's chalk it up there, right there. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I don't really have, I, I thought that was going to be one that they, you guys were going to be like, what the fuck? Like, no, yeah, I'm in, but I guess not hundred yeah. percent in. Yeah, I, 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 wish, I, was gonna... I wish Clint was on this call. Is he in Clint's wolf pack? Right? Yeah. 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 It, honestly, but the Clint is just the, Clint is, Glenn is just the kind of sap that would fall for Colin Morikawa's bullshit, though. He's like, God, what a smart cat. Just like always says the right thing. He's just so well-spoken. He's an ambassador for the game. I mean, his speech at the Open in 2021, I mean, like he just understood that audience. He knew what kind of responsibility he had for the game. Like he's he's like that really like if an AI made like a presidential candidate, like like it'd be him. And you'd be like, why is this really slimely in corporate? Why do I feel like this is going to ruin the world? Okay, yeah, so I guess we don't have to dive is, in on that. <laughs> no, I'm with you. When the dude asked him why we don't like the olive pants, and he's like, that's your style, it's not my style. I was like, damn, you're kind of a dick. Um, and I think he's... And it, was kind of being, it was kind of being a dick for the camera, too. You know, yeah, that's for like sure. part it's, of it. It felt like, like he was putting it on, yeah. Yeah. I just want I want him to tell us what he... You know, the best part is, if, if he actually was kind of like a shithead or like a dirtbag... And like he let that go and he let that out there. I feel like a lot of people are like that seems authentic. That a hundred percent. That may be it's who always you are. Being, I might be more into authentic. that. Yeah, it's always that's, best to be your authentic it. self. And that's he why doesn't I think feel people, authentic at all. Yeah, I, that's why. I people, like Dave, Dave vibed with with Brooks's arrogance. He liked it. He liked Brooks's arrogance at the time when he was murdering. Like the idea is like that can sell with people. Maybe you know. You came out, you won two majors in your first like two or two and a half years on tour, like own it. But also at the same time, don't be yeah, kind of man. like sub like subversively like superiority about it without just acknowledging like I'm a fucking killer and I can fucking do it whenever I want. I know just like, wear the this, olive pants. I know like no one would do this because they have so much regard for the guy, but like if Colin Morkow came out, won those two majors like right off the rip, and he's like, Yeah, my you know, my goal is to be uh more of a major winner than tiger woods jack nicholas just like i think i'm better than i think i'm the best golfer there always it like there ever has been just like kind of something like that it would have been like whoa what yeah. the fuck like this guy's crazy like yeah it's like i'm in no way, i'm dude, in dude, i'm in on it. Yes. yeah <laughs> like I he's obviously crazy sometimes. fucking nuts but uh his head is in the clouds but i like it <laughs> that kind of and was look, brooks Dude, yeah, the crazy thing is like the, the crazy thing is I was riding hard for Morikawa when they were in college. I remember talking him massive up when we were talking about like the three new entering hot shots with him and Wolf and, and Javi. I'm like, dude, Morikawa is the one to fucking look out for. It's and just I mean, the it's, more I've seen enough is insane. Like I don't think anyone yeah. are, and any of us yeah. are discrediting his game, and I think that's why we all did really like him when he first came out. And it's like, damn man, this dude is something special. And then and then uh, he just slowly but surely he starts opening his mouth and doing more interviews and podcasts and stuff like that and you're like dude well this guy i don't i, I don't really like him 
Surely he had the worst beat of the Netflix guys, right? Yeah, like, I, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to torch him based on like some director's cutting room floor with producers right. like having in like a potential agenda because they want him to come across as kind of smarmy. Um, and that's really what it is. He just feels smarmy to me, and I don't want to like over, you know exaggerate like a hatred toward him like he probably it's a perfectly fine person this is sports hate um but you i think it's been enough things adding it into a position for me to go hyena with him and then also like he took he took another major away from spieth which is just annoying (laughs) like he could have had that open there too it was like motherfucker (laughs) yeah so like if you get in the way of my boy succeeding like i'm gonna you know Unless you do it in a really dope way. And he didn't really do it in a really dope way to me. It was uh, pretty... Eh. Like, you got nothing against Danny Willett. <laughs> no, nothing against Danny Willett. <laughs> you have nothing top, for top, Danny Willett. <laughs> top bloke. His brother sucks, but got nothing against Danny. He's taken too much flack for his brother that he shouldn't have. Danny Willett's yeah. a top bloke. That tee shot Morikawa hit on 16 where he drove the green was very gangster to get his first major. Like... Yeah, I remember watching that and being like, "That was there's no fans. So there's cool. no fans there. If there's fans there, that was fanned out left. He it wouldn't have gone the rough. <laughs> well, he would have been pulling one out of Spieth's playbook and trying to bounce it off of somebody if there were fans there. Well, either way, we don't need to spend any more time on Colin Morikawa. I thought it was going to be more of a like, "Whoa, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, I can't believe you have Colin Morikawa in your Annie Wolf pack." And we're on the same yeah, page. I thought, uh, I thought that, yeah. I guess I yeah I guess can't lay you guys understand that one too so very easy to understand I just like and then, him because he's you on know kid kid also used to ride hard for can't lay too can't lay and and Zander no it's the same as the Morikawa thing like they weren't getting their due like hype that they should have for how good their game was and this was like back when you me and Bram would talk a lot about golf I'm like you guys are not realizing how fucking good Patrick Cantley is like this was twenty you know seventeen eighteen whatever yeah. it was like after back the back injury and him, him slowly come back. I'm like, dude, he's going to be a killer. Look out. Like he's going to win a lot. He's going to be up there all the time. And yeah, he was just, he was, he's, a, he was a storm coming. Yeah. He's in the same camp kind of as Xander for me, where it's like, all right, dog, it's time to win a big one. Like it's awesome that you can go beat up Bryson at the waste management and stuff like that. But like, let's get a major. Can't lay. If you really are a top, five player in the world which i think he thinks he is um so yeah he just needs to do it this year and maybe hopefully he will since he's on my fantasy team uh i don't know which major that would pick him to win but i'd like him to win one yeah i mean i had a bet uh a couple years ago that like xander was going to win a major this was i think 2019 um, or 2018. Uh, yeah, I had like a, I had a bet with Brand that like he was going to win one of those this year. I was super confident, and, and yeah, there's just something about like getting it across the line there at the end, like some sort of fade at the end that just always tends to happen. But did you get anything for him did, winning did, the Olympics? No, of course not. <laughs> um, the you know are we are we good on the anti wolves? Yes. Are we good on the high? Yeah, we got to move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can we can. Uh, it sounded like before that you're looking to get into the brackets, and we can. We can finish up the match play with the bracket stuff and maybe a few sprinkles at the end if there's any main points we want to bring up. But and then, yeah. All right. Um. So we didn't do a pre-pod for this. We usually go through the core picks are for the brackets, but I think it'd be actually fun to, in retrospect, kind of like talk through our brackets, not completely, but like kind of speak to like 
some of the weird upsets that may have happened or the things that we were expecting to go, who we thought were going to do good and maybe didn't. Um, but I think let's just run down it. Um, in group one, who do we have coming out of this? I had Scheffler. What do you guys? I, same. I had Scheffler as well. Yep, of course. Uh, group two, who do we have coming out of this? I had Fleetwood. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll just go on the left side. Group group two is technically Rom's group, but uh, I guess we'll we'll go on the left side. Yeah, uh, Fleetwood. Okay, I had JT Post in, but I just thought Fleetwood's game was just kind of like flashing without any sort of consistency the last couple of weeks, but I was apparently wrong. Um, yeah. uh, the Morikawa group. No, you were right. You had JT Post and he made it out. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. How locked in are we? Yeah, Fleetwood lost. Um more call group. I had J Day. I had J Day as well. I did too. So we all knew he was gonna come out of that group versus call more cow. I guess there's a deep seated. We knew it. We just knew really it. Dude. it. J Day is also playing crazy good right now. Like I think he probably was and, the best golfer in the And group. he has and he has won at this course before the first year they had it here. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking at group. I'm looking at like my my like PDF sheet for this. So what was the link, Dave? It's just fancybracket.pgatour.com. That's the one that's like yeah. interactive. That yeah, you can, like, that's one that I'm okay. on. Yeah, that's what that was the problem with my JD Posen thing. Okay. Um. All right. The the Hovland group. Who do you guys pick? I had Kucher. No nice. way, Dave. You had Kucher? Yes, I did. Why? Just because he's a good match. That's the three. most interesting. I yeah. had Kucher because he was showing a bit of 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 his his past game was back, and I've seen him play well at this course. And this is a course that you don't need to be long. And Kucher hits fairways, and he yeah. he's a good match play guy. So uh, kind of like the kids on this course, I was like, I think Kucher's going to get it done. I, Unlike wow, the kids, impressive. Uh, I had Siwoo which Kim, is the next group, uh, which I I got wrong. Um, yeah. the homer group, Hovland, you said Ryan. No, I, I had I, Hovland, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I was asking. Ryan's all right. The homer group, yeah. I had, I had Homa, I had kids, yeah. What'd you that's have, tough. Ryan? I had Homa, Max, me too. Yeah, I had Max as well. I wanted to take Homa, obviously, he's in my wolf pack and he's on my fantasy team. And I'm I, I'm a fan of Homa, but I was just like, this court kids does so well at this course, he's a match play guy. Like, I, I, I just, yeah, kids was gonna do his thing on this course again, but I was clearly Max playing. is just playing such fucking good golf right now, but, but I he didn't, he didn't play him. well this week. Like, I know he, he wasn't gonna make it out. Like, Hideki forfeited the last. I, I just, yeah, who knows? How- well, he was, he was two and oh, he was two and oh, and they went three and oh with Hideki's concession, yeah. Yeah, I know he went three and zero, but if Hideki would have beat him, beat him and actually played that match, it could have been different. They would have had to go to a playoff though, because Hideki would have been yeah. two and one, and Max would have been two and one. Yeah, yeah. so it, could, it it just could have been yeah. different. Like, I, yeah. like Max was the like was the lowest guy strokes gained to make it into the sixteen. Like there yeah. were a lot of guys ahead of him strokes gained this week that were eliminated. Yeah. So yeah. like he didn't play great golf this week. All right, yeah. speed speed group. Speed. I had I had speed. Yeah, I did too. Mackenzie Hughes weird, came weird out of kind of nowhere team. this week. And yeah, he really um, thought speed was so good. I always end up fucking going with my heart with speed, and it it it's a great thing and a bad thing at the same time. Speed never plays well at this tournament. Like he never plays well at ACC. Um, he yeah, uh, like 
going into this, I was like, I'm going to put Spieth because I want Spieth to do well. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I had, uh, I had Spieth. Um, the, the Burns group. Oh, I had Spieth as well. Um, I had Sam Burns in the Burns group. I had Seamus Power. Well, Me too, Dave. I had Seamus Power as well. I, I Burns wasn't in form coming into this week. I thought it wasn't going to happen for him. Um, I fully just went Texas boy likes playing golf in Texas. There was no other Louisiana boy there. likes playing golf in Texas. He won at Colonial last year. I also just thought he was from Texas until I found out today that he's from Louisiana. So... <laughs> Faulty logic. Uh, the Cantley group. Ed Cantley. Uh, I had Cantley as well. Yep, me too. That one's chalk. I mean, Brian Harmon, KH Lee, Nick Taylor. It's not not happening. They're not going to beat right. Cantley. Um, and fourth seed going into this, which is kind of crazy. He's. Playing sneaky uh, good. I mean, he's hanging in there right now. He's doing what he does. Uh, over the other side, John Rom group. Ed Rom. I had Rom too. Um, Cam Young group. I had Corey Connors coming out of the Cam Young group. I had Cam Young. I had Cam Young as well. Uh, Finau group. I had Finau same me as well so an upset there from kurt kinayama um the the will zalatoris group i had zalatoris i had harris english i had someone different i had ryan fox and none of us were right and i had putnam on my fucking fancy team and i dropped him because i needed (laughs) j day which was the right choice but like you know tough beat yeah um, Shoffley group, Shoffley, yeah, same, yeah. I uh, I had Shoffley as well. Uh, Fitzy group, I had Fitzy. It's oh no, I had this is tough. I had uh, Thagala, not as tough as me. I had Minwoo Lee, although Minwoo <laughs> Lee played better than Sahith. So, I was gonna say Thagala did not win a match, so um, that Tyrrell Hatton group. I had Hatton. I had Hatton as well. It was I a bummer too. to see his fucking wrist issue as soon as the tournament started. Yeah. You're just like, you're just like fuck. Kind of a J-Day move. Kind of a J-Day move. Going into a tournament knowing that you have an injury that you probably shouldn't be playing and then playing anyway. Um, Rory group. Rory. I had Keegan. All right, I had Rory. Um. All right. Next, we're going to go back into the next funnel of this, but say who you did, like who you had in here, because we know when in reality it was Scheffler and JT Poston. Right. But who did you have and who did you pick? Yeah. Uh, I I had Scheffler and JT Poston. I had Scheffler winning. I had Scheffler beating Tommy Fleet. I had Scheffler and uh, Fleetwood. um, And... I don't know who I had winning that match, but I had Scheffler and Fleetwood for that. Yeah, it will get to that. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. You had Scheffler winning. Yeah, Scheffler winning that yeah. between him yeah. and Fleetwood. Um, uh, the J Day and 
Kucher matchup. I had J Day and Siwoo, and I had J Day winning. I had so J Day beating Javi. Yeah, I had okay. I had guessed right J Day and Kucher playing each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, impressive. And I had uh, J Day winning. Uh, Dave looking good over there. Um, and then I had Max Homa and Speed playing each other, and I had Max Homa winning. I had the same. I had Homa and Hughes playing each other. Or no, no, had you had Kisner. Yeah, I had Spieth and Kisner playing each other, and I had Spieth winning. Okay. Um, and we and then Mackenzie Hughes ended up winning that actual right part of the bracket. Um, next group, I had uh, I had Seamus Powers and Cantley playing, and Cantley winning. I had Sam Burns and Cantley. I had the same thing as Kid, Seamus and Cantley, and Cantley winning. I had Cantley winning that one as well, yeah. if I remember correctly. Other side, Billy Horschel versus Cam Young. I actually had John Rom versus Cam Young, and I had John Rom winning. Same. I had John Rom versus Corey Connors, and I had John Rom winning. Um, and then the next one, <laughs> uh Kurt Kitayama versus Andrew Putnam. Anyone who got this one right, uh, you know, kudos to them. For for They've picking that correctly, yeah. I had Finau versus Ryan Fox, and I had Finau winning. Yeah, I had Finau beating Zaltoris. I had Finau and English playing each other, and I had English winning. Whoa, taking down your Wolfpack member. Uh-huh. I was kind of thinking Harris was going to be kind of the same as the Kucher take. Yeah, oh, interesting. Um, the next group I had uh, is the Shoffley versus uh JJ Spawn. I had Shoffley against Minwoo Lee, and I had Shoffley winning. Yeah, I had Shoffley beating the Gala. I had Shoffley beating Fitzpatrick. Uh, and then the Lucas Herbert versus Roy McElroy group. I had Tyrrell Hatton versus Roy McElroy, and I had Tyrrell Hatton winning. Oh shit. Mm. Yeah, I had Rory beating Terrell. I had Hatton beating Bradley. Whoa. I mean, yeah. Um, other side, I correctly guessed <laughs> Scheffler versus J-Day, and I correctly get, or no, I didn't. I actually guessed J-Day beating Scheffler. Oh. That was, the, that was uh, yeah, I had the same exact take. So I had Scheffler beating J-Day. Okay. Um, and then the rest. So we all, we all picked J Day and Scheffler to get to that point. Yeah. Yep. Um, on the other side, Mackenzie Hughes versus Sam Burns. At the time, I had Max Homa versus Patrick Cantley, and I had uh, Max Homa winning. Same. I had Spieth versus Cantley, and I had Spieth winning. <laughs> Dave, loving it. I love that. <laughs> Knowing he doesn't play that well, that course being reaffirmed that yeah. year after year and just be like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Just buying all the way in. Um, The Cam Young versus Kurt Kinyama group uh, in reality. <laughs> uh, But I had John Rom versus Tony Finau and I had Tony Finau winning. Oh, okay. So I had Rom versus Finau, but I had Rom winning. I had Rom versus English and I had Rom winning. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and then the Xander versus Roy group, I had Xander versus Tyrrell Hatton, and I had Tyrrell Hatton winning. Damn. So I, I was wrong last round. I had uh the Gala and Rory in this round. 
And I had the Gaul winning. Did you have Smith no, winning? Had, no. Okay. I had Rory. So uh it I had Shoffle and Hatton as well, and I had Hatton winning as well. Hell yeah, dude. We had we were feeling something about Hatton. Everybody's dude. synced. Uh, okay. Over to the semis. Uh I had J Day versus Max Homa playing each other, and I had J Day winning. Uh in reality it was Scheffler versus Burns, and Burns won. Yeah. I had I had I had J Day and Spieth, and I also had J Day winning. <laughs> so I had Scheffler versus Homa. Uh and I had Scheffler winning. Okay. So you had Scheffler back in the finals. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then on the other side, in reality, it was Cam Young versus Rory, and Cam Young won. I had Tony Finau versus Tyrrell Hatton. Obviously, I prefer the other matchup that we had. But uh, yeah. And then I had uh, I had Tony Finau beating Tyrrell Hatton. On my bracket, so- I had John Rom and Hatton, and then I had Hatton winning. Beating Hatton going to the finals and beating John Rom. Holy yeah. shit. That would be a wild matchup. Those two that, are fucking fiery. They <laughs> might break all of the clubs in the bag. I uh I had Rom against Rory and I had Rom beating Rory. Okay. So in the finals, uh it was Sam Burns and Cam Young. Obviously, Sam Burns obliterated Cam Young. Uh I had J Day versus Tony Fino. Uh, I had J Day winning it all. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah! Would have been I, nice. I I had uh J Day versus Tyrrell Hatton for the championship match, and I had J Day winning as well. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> if J Day won it, that would this would be an even sicker podcast because you and I you and I would have been like, fuck yeah, we called J Day winning his first tournament in like four years. <laughs> I picked what I was wanting to watch today. I had Scheffler beating Rom, and I was fucking pumped to watch those two Titans just go at each other all day. Um, you, you, so you, wrong. you, you vote for what you wanted. Yeah, that's you, vote, what you I wanted. Was you want happen. a not. You want a non-Wolfpack person to beat a Wolfpack person. No, I don't know if Rom's yeah. really your guy, dude. Rom is my dude, but Scheffler is fucking insane right now. It'd be the world. So, it would have been the world number one versus the world number two if that actually played out the way it did. Um, yeah. yeah, that would have been cool, uh, but it didn't. So in the constellation match, uh, it in reality it was Rory and Scheffler, and Rory won it. Um, and I had Max Homa versus Tyrrell Hatton, and I had uh, Hatton just not giving a fuck after not getting into the finals and just <laughs> obliterating himself. Sure. And I, I had Homa taking third. I had Spieth and Rom in the third place match, and I had Spieth winning. So I had Rory versus Homa, and I had Rory winning. Nice. Well, I uh, I also wanted uh, Scheffler to win uh, as well, Ryan. So. Sure, I bet. <laughs> what do you mean? I bet. I did. I told he... I told kid today that like I wanted. Jeff you Blair said that on the podcast like 45 minutes ago. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew that you wanted Chef to win. Gotcha. And it's a damn shame. 
in a different world, we've got Scheffler and Rory duking it out and playing 20 holes, and it would have been awesome. They almost did. And, you know, that was the real finals. The... Yeah. <laughs> no, Sam Burns, I mean, that being said, you know, Scheffler missed that short putt on 13. That yeah. kind of cost him from taking the match to go to the finals. And then, yeah, Cam just kind of clawed back and took out Rory. And he, God, if that hole was what, like, one inch further away than uh, it was in the playoff hole, Dave. That putt from Cam Young wasn't also, going in. Also, like Rory didn't make the chip he had to make there. Like Cam Smith had to hit three onto that green from way back, and Rory had a chip onto the green. And like we we both said out loud, that's not an easy chip though. Back toward in the water no, had two not. mounds to go over. Like it wasn't an easy chip, and he got he it, it. He got it. He got it inside of Cam. He played it too safe. Like when you watch uh, from the telecast, at least like he was thinking about the water way more than he needed to. He put it so far right where the fringe came into play. If he just leaves it short and he has a way more straightforward chip, then I think you can put it a lot closer. Um, at least that's what yeah, I maybe. I, I yeah, I don't know. Like, so you're saying he was thinking about the water too much on his approach shot his second shot yeah because he hit it in but, the water out of the bunker the that's first time that, yeah that's what everyone does though on that hole like that's what he was trying to do out of the bunker when he went in the water like everyone plays their second shot out to the right on that hole because you don't want to go in the water the water is like the main thing you don't want to go into right there for it's, sure it's easy to do if, like, if if you don't drive it past the the path like most people are bailing out that short right spot but it was too deep, I guess. Maybe he should have played a club left. Like, the, yeah, the way that he was going to hit that pitch shot, he had to get it up over the fringe to get it to break enough to be close to the hole. And I think he took that out of play. I mean, Agreed. like Kid said, me and him both, we were literally right there as close as you can yeah. get. And they, like, we were both like, that's a, that's a tough chip for Rory. Like, whenever Cam hit that money fucking approach shot, uh, we were like, yeah, this, this is, this is still, still close. Yeah. You can't, you can't carry it past the second mound and the second mound is going to push it at least 12 feet left. And yeah. if you want to take it onto the pin, you have to chip it into the fringe on the right side. And if it, if it takes a weird bounce, you're fucked. So like he yeah. chipped it to, I think probably not quite as close as he wanted to, but like he also fucking barely missed that putt. Like that, that's the hard yeah. thing too. He was like, it was a makeable putt for him. He was making those length putts all day and it just, it didn't go in for him. And Cam also, Young when, spun on the last eighth of a revolution that he needed to go into the hole. It was that yeah. shot. For when Rory. Cam hit that shot, I did say, I was like, Cam is winning this fucking thing. I said yesterday, I was like, Cam Young is winning this thing. Like, he's it's, balling. I thought Cam was going to win it whenever he was playing so well, like, throughout the week. I was just like, damn, yeah. this dude likes his golf course. But uh, just didn't have it. Not, he not ran out of way. juice. I think the things that'll stand out most to me, but uh, uh, especially about today, is is that shot we were talking about with Rory, that chip and not making that putt, and then that that fucking putt Scheffler missed on thirteen. Like it, it's yeah. just like damn. Like he's he made so many fucking putts, and that that easy three four footer, like that's the one that's that's gonna cost it. You know, yeah, exactly. A good tournament. It's going to be severely missed. Match play is the best. It's so fun to watch. It just it has so many things going against it at the same time that makes it tough for corporate kind of buy in and long term yeah. longevity on the on the 
on the tour, but it's a, a sick event. It's a perfect course for it. Um, and it's sad to see it go. It's uh, obviously close to our hearts here on this podcast. Yeah. I think we all share the same sentiment. Um, congrats to Sam Burns to potentially maybe likely being the last, uh, you know, WGC match play winner. Um, I hope that's not the case, but if it is, congrats to Sam Burns. Um, and yeah, may match play and ACC fucking be remembered because it, it was, it seemed like a, a, a perfect marriage of uh format and course. Yeah. I mean, this course, this course would be a tough beat if it was stroke play Four drivable par oh, fours, Rory shot 62, 64 in the same yeah. day. It would be a but slog. It just shows that uh, a course that, you know, may not be entertaining for stroke play is super entertaining for match play. And it's not necessarily, you know, uh, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a super long course to be entertaining. You know, it, it, it happens to be, you know, a combination of, what format you're playing and what course you're playing and how that course is set up. So it's a, a multitude of things. And uh, maybe that should be something that, you know, the PGA tour thinks about, you know, going into the future, whether that be with, and I'm not trying to get into a new conversation, but whether that be with, you know, shorter courses in the future, like old historic courses, maybe a format change might be something to bring older courses into the picture as opposed to maybe rolling the ball back or something like that. And we can get into all that into another, another podcast, but uh, yeah, I, uh, I really am going to miss ACC. It's a really fun course and uh, yeah. Uh, either way, it was a great week. Um had a lot of fun out there today and uh it's always always a good watch and a fun tournament 100 percent agree and we are what 11 days away from augusta yeah yeah things are getting better by the day so yeah we'll probably uh try to plan a uh pre-masters podcast for you guys out there that are uh listeners um but yeah we'll be coming to you um, with some uh, Augusta takes, and uh, if not Augusta takes, it'll be a post-Augusta podcast fucking breaking it all down. It'll be a good one. Everyone, stay tight with your wolf pack. Keep your eyes peeled for your anti-wolves. Watch yeah. those hyenas, baby. They're coming for you. All right. Later. Later, boys. <laughs>